Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. I'm excited to be back with you. And again, let's dive into my own solo cleaning business. This one's called, Can You Send Me Information? I want to start off with just a great example from the last episode where I talked about a marketing system and 70% happens before the phone call. I mentioned that I have a module in my own solo cleaning training that's called Using the Phone as a Filter. And so I'm out with my family. I get a phone call. And this is because of Erica's post on Facebook about, hey, Ken's a great cleaner. Check him out. People have been reaching out. So this is, I believe, the seventh lead from that amazing post from Erica. Thank you, Erica, if you're out there listening. And a woman named Elise. She's a neighbor. She found me through this post. And she was looking for a cleaner. And I talked to her. And she had read my information ahead of time. She liked what she read. And then we talked for probably 10 minutes on the phone. And what I did was I walked her through my frequently asked questions, told her what I do, how I do it, my model, what I use, when I'm available. I went through potential prices and what I currently charge on houses that are similar to hers. I cover everything. I don't hold anything back. There's a purpose to this. I want to make sure that people know everything all the information. I don't want to show up at their house and be wondering, well, how much is he going to cost or when is he available or whatever, what to use. I want to get it all out there in the open because I want them to make a decision over the phone. I really do. It saves me time and it's part of my 70% happens before the phone call. And in my case, probably 90% happens before I ever show up at the house. So Elise heard everything and then she said to me, you know what? It sounds great, but your prices are a little bit out of my budget. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I said, Elise, I'm so happy that you're able to figure that out by our phone call. Let me know if I can help in any way. If you need me down the road, if you need some other recommendations, other cleaners that might be within your price range, be glad to help. Have a great day. And I got back to family. I did not waste an hour of my week when I'm working to go to Elise's house, walk through, take notes, send her a proposal. Because she would have said no when she saw the prices. So why would I want to go through all that extra effort? I saved the time. And that's really the point here. So this is a pretty big win. And it ties directly in to 70% happens before the phone call. So if you haven't heard that episode, go check out episode 45. And I think that'll really help you. I also want to start off this episode with a teaching tip. And it's about excellence. And it also ties in with the episode you eat with your eyes first and the art of presentation cleaning, right? Because the taste of the food, it really does have to match and be congruent with the visual of the food. And the same thing here, the excellence of the work, the work itself has to match the way you present yourself and the way you present your company, the way you present the work itself. And so I'm at an office, I'm at Ellie's office cleaning, and for some reason... It's a vacuuming day. I do the whole office. It's 5,000 square feet. I wrap up, literally wrap up by wrapping up the vacuum cord, put it in the bag, get the vacuum all tucked away, ready to leave. And I look at an office and it's unvacuumed. Oh, I can't believe I forgot an office. Now I'm here every single week. It's a small office. 
you know what? It's likely no one's going to notice it. Will Ellie notice? Well, will the employee that sits in that room will probably notice, but she'll probably think, well, maybe it wasn't a vacuuming week. No big deal, right? But here's the truth, is that even if none of the people in that office knows, I would know. And in my case as a Christian, God would know. And he's always watching what I'm doing anyway. So I've just learned that I need to be excellent in my work. And that means do the whole job. And so my conscience was eating at me. I just stood looking at my bag, then looking over at the floor, the unvacuumed floor, looking at my bag, that nice wound up cord, looking at the back door. Oh, I could get out of here, get to the next place. Looking back at that floor. It was obvious what I had to do. I reached into my bag, unraveled the cord, plugged it in, got my vacuum all set up again, and I went and vacuumed that floor in about 60 seconds. Made it look great, packed up again, walked out of that office with a big smile on my face. Now, Ellie would never know, unless, Ellie, you're listening to this podcast. I don't forget offices, I apologize, but I did finish it, so I'm just telling a story that I'm hoping the people out there, the solo cleaners out there, or the up-and-coming solo cleaners, that excellence matters in everything you do. And it really is apparent in cleaning because people expect a high level out of you. And so don't ever cut corners. Just do a great job. And so as hard as it was for me to get that vacuum back out of the bag and everything, it was worth it because I left with a big smile on my face and I felt great. I didn't care if anyone saw me. But there was one person that saw me, and that was my 15-year-old son, because he was ready to go, and he's been helping me with offices. And he saw me unpack that vacuum cleaner and go do that last floor. And his reaction was, huh, you did that, huh? I said, absolutely, Kenny. It's all about excellence. That was a great life lesson for my son to learn. I haven't talked about Google My Business lately, but it's something I've been thinking quite a lot about. I've known that... People are searching for house cleaning in my area. And what are they looking at? They're looking at what comes up under the search. Now, there's the paid results that show up first. And then there's what's uh, called the snack pack or the mat pack and the general SEO that happens underneath that. But they're putting a map there. If you're listening to this in 2020, it that's what they have now. So Google changes so often. If you hear this in a year, you might say, what the heck's a snack pack? <laughs> well, that's what they have now. And you you see cleaning companies that show up in your area. And right next to them, they'll have a number of stars and the number of reviews that that company has. Well, what's human nature? Human nature is to pick the company that has the most reviews, the most five-star reviews. And it's it just is the way people make decisions. And so my company has a couple of reviews, and I really need to get myself on the ball and get myself ranked up there with the other companies really 10 reviews sets me apart, which is crazy. And so this week, I spent some time digging into my phone and texting or private messaging prior clients, current clients, people I've worked with in cleaning, and just starting to ask them the question, hey, would you mind spending five minutes and doing a Google review for me? Of course, after I reconnected with them, I didn't just message them, hey, it's Ken, can you? No, I didn't do that. Just reconnected with them first. And then ask them, would there be any chance you'd be willing to do a review for my business on Google? It wouldn't take you long, and it would really help us out as we were growing our new company. And people were so willing to do that. It was it was really heartwarming. So I was able to connect with probably about a dozen former clients and just get that ball rolling. It'd be great for me to get 10 reviews, 
maybe by the end of this month. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But definitely Google My Business is something that's top of mind for me as far as marketing. And I believe if you're a solo cleaner, this is important. It's free. Guys, it's free. You could get yourself 10 reviews from previous or current clients and most likely set yourself apart from other cleaners in your area that have employees that have all size companies and they could call you first because everyone else has got three reviews and you've got seven. The way you can test this is do a search house cleaning and then put your town or region or city in there and go to the map that comes up about halfway down the page and just see what companies are being listed and you'll see like Billy's Cleaning and Deborah's Cleaning and Made Pro and all these different franchises and you'll see the number of five-star reviews and you'll see zero, one, three, five, ten, fifteen and look for who the ones setting themselves apart are and set a goal for having as many reviews if not more than them. That's what I'm doing personally. I'm going to get into the title now of this week's episode, Can You Send Me Information? I got a text this week and I hope I get a lot more of these texts. It was awesome. It said this, hello, Ken, my daughter got your info from Facebook about cleaning. Can you send me information about your services? Question mark. (laughs) It was awesome. So what did I do? I sent her information like she requested. What information do I send her? Well, if you listened at all of this episode and also the wealth of wisdom about they ask you answer from 70% happens before the phone call. What did I do? I did not get on a phone call with her. I may have done that early in my business and maybe you would. A text comes through. Well, let's talk on the phone. No, I sent her to my website where she could read articles about what I do, helpful tips. She can read countless recommendations She can see my Google, my business page, and the recommendations that are building up. She can learn the niche of presentation cleaning. She can learn all about me. And so that's exactly what I did. She checked all of those things out and ended up calling me later in the day. And so here's what happened, the beauty of this. Erica posts on Facebook in the mom's group that here's an amazing cleaner. And then I mentioned a few episodes ago that one of the leads was Lindsay. Well, Lindsay tells her mom who needs a cleaner who happens to live down the street from me that I saw a great recommendation for a cleaner and you're looking for a cleaner. Here's his information. So the mom texts me and that's who's this that's who this random text came from and she wanted information And so instead of getting on a phone call, I sent her information so she could learn more about me. And then she called me. And so 70% of the sale is already done. I get on the phone call with Diane and I answer her questions. I go through my frequently asked questions that others have asked me over the years. I share prices. I share everything. Give her a chance to say yes or no. I want you to come over for an estimate. She says yes. And we schedule an estimate right there on the phone call. And so this is a beautiful thing about using this kind of a system. And I I do encourage you again to use this, incorporate this. So why am I making this the main topic of this episode? There's a lot of good things that happened this week. It's because I really want you 
to see a subtlety. And I've said it already, but I'm going to say it again so it's clear. The question was, can you send me information? She actually wanted more information. She wanted to be able to make the decision on her own. She texted me. I could have called her right there on the spot and given her information. But she wanted, just like in the book They Ask You Answer, they want to research themselves. They want to learn about the company before they invest their time. And so when they ask for information, send them information. And do you have information to send them? I really hope you do. It doesn't have to be a website, but at least have a Facebook business page with some articles you've written on helpful tips, some before and after pictures, some recommendations. Make that the minimum. Go get that done. And so I sent her information. And then she was able to research my company, the model I use, learn about me, and then what she liked what I do, she called me. And so it's just a time saver for both sides. By doing it this way, you're respecting your time and theirs. And so everyone wins. And that's why I'm making this the main message of this episode. Allow people to do their own due diligence to find out about your company and give them that respect that their time is important. They will appreciate it and respect you more as a company. And your closing rates are going to go through the roof because the right people will schedule estimates with you. And along this line, I want to share something I realized as I build up this new company. I'm going to Diane's house and by mapping it, She's about a mile and a half from my own house, which is amazing. And I've got six or seven leads now through Erica's post on Facebook. They're all from the local moms group. They're all right here in the town of Harleysville, Pennsylvania, where I live. That's awesome. And I was thinking about that as I was driving home from a meeting, probably. And it just occurred to me in my first business where I've gotten the, the credibility for what I teach now. And I built a company that I optimized my company from five days a week to two days a week and still made over $50,000, $55,000 profit per year. It was awesome. But when I thought about what could I have done better in my old company, and it was this. I started in apartment cleaning and real estate cleaning, and those jobs were all over what was called what's called the capital district of New York. And so my recurring house cleaning and office cleaning clients started coming through the real estate connections and the apartment property management connections I had. So when you put dots on a map of my old business, I had dots all over the region. I was in four counties. And so I was doing my best to do what I called calendar Tetris and try and put like areas on the same day but I'm still driving a lot. My average drive leaving my house in the morning was at least 30 minutes to get from point A to point B. Some houses were 10 or 12 and some were an hour. And then while I got to the first house, the next house may have only been 10 minutes away. But my drive time was a lot. So if I spent a Thursday and I cleaned from 7 o'clock until 6 at night, I wasn't cleaning all the time. I had a lot of wasted downtime in the car. And that always bothered me. And my wife would always try and counsel me, say, Ken, why don't you get some clients locally? I said, you're right. 
I was a little bit lazy, and plus, I didn't want to listen. Sorry, Teresa, I should have listened. But I'm listening now. And as I build this solo cleaning company the second time, my first three house cleaning clients are all right here in my town of Harleysville. And this client, who have a potential of becoming a new one, Diane, she's a mile and a half from my house. And all the leads coming through Erica from this mom's group, they're all in my same town. And the beauty of this is by the end of my goal of having essentially the same business that I had in New York, where I was traveling 30 minutes plus to each house, I'm going to be able to get to the houses and between the houses in under 10 minutes. Leave my house door to door 10 minutes to the first house. I'll be in the same neighborhoods for parts of days. I might go from one house to another in the same block. It's just that much more tuned. And the reason it's more tuned is because the first time around, I used real estate as the way that I marketed, and it wasn't target marketing. This time, I'm target marketing. I selected to work with moms in Harleysville, Pennsylvania, and I do presentation cleaning for moms in Harleysville, Pennsylvania. And so now that I identified the fish and I identified where the fish swims, what pond, now I go fishing in that pond. And that's why I'm catching the fish that are my ideal client or avatar. So when this goal is complete and I have 18 houses and five offices, my driving time will be way less. And so I'll make the same money on even less time. And so this is a more optimization. And so that was really, really cool when I thought through that. Wow. If I would have done this in New York, I would have had even more time. So I give this as an encouragement. As you're designing your business, I know in the beginning you're just like, I just need to get clients. I need money. I get it. Don't turn them down. Take the clients. But as you get a little bit wiser, I recommend just getting a simple map and print it out. A little Google map and just get a blue marker or something and just put little dots where your houses are. And start to think about the order of cleaning houses. How can you minimize your travel? Because that is dead time that you cannot make money. Think of it this way. If you are driving an hour and a half in a given day and you evaluate what your cleaning hourly rate is, let's say your cleaning hourly rate is $40 per hour and you're cleaning for, say, eight hours, but you're in a car for an hour and a half, well, you made eight hours times 40, which is $320, but there's an hour and a half that you're just driving, you didn't make any money. Matter of fact, you're losing money. And if you have the potential of making 40 an hour, that's $60 that you left on the table for that day. If you leave $60 on the table five days a week, 52 weeks a year, are you ready? This is an opportunity cost of over $15,000 that you squandered. That's a lot of money. $15,000. So think of that. As you're designing your company, don't leave money on the table. Don't waste it in your car. Go and target market and stay in neighborhoods close together. And think of it this way as well. If you're staying as local as possible, you're going to become a specialist for that neighborhood or that town. And you're going to have even more referrals. And more referrals gets you more of the 70% happens before the call because referrals are the best way to get business. I shared before that 80% of business comes through referrals. So the closer you can put your clients, the better 
everything's going to be. And on that wonderful story, I hope that you go and play some Tetris with your calendar and have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>